Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Little League Heroes by Joe Jackson. It's baseball season and we're kicking it off with a little baseball drama. We've turned off our ACs, it's 95 degrees and we are fucking delirious. Amazon Book Club. My name's Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, I'm Shane. And this week we're reading a book called Little League Heroes by Joe Jackson. Uh, it's summertime. It's getting hot out. It's a crack of the bat. Smell of the grass. It's baseball season, folks. Ganesh, are you excited for this? You're a big baseball nut. I like baseball, but I also like Little League Heroes by Joe Jackson. Are you okay? Did you hit your head? Since there's no baseball, Ganesh has just been cracking the bat on his own head. <laughs> Ganesh, I may, this may just be a Google Hangout, but it looks like a little uh, drip of blood coming out of your right ear. Are you all right? You, you thinking straight? Little League Heroes, huh? Do you, when baseball's in, when, actual, when it's actually happening, okay? Yeah. Do you guys watch it, like, throughout the whole summer? Yeah. Yeah. I like baseball. I'm an established baseball fan. I tune in for, like, some of April, and then I'm good. Then you're good till the I'm end, good. or just you don't even watch the playoffs. Eh, just April. I'll catch it if it's on. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's fair. The games are long and they're every day. I get excited in like March or April, and then I see like two full games, and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about NFL. Other than all the other moral quandaries I have with it as an organization, I just think I'm excited. I'm excited for the idea and the essence of football, and then it's on TV, and I'm like, I'd rather watch Independence Day. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then I do football's all commercials and it's all just the same Chevy truck commercial. And if I'm going to watch a Chevy truck commercial, it better be starring Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum (laughs) with Bill Pullman as the president. Independence Day. Uh, All right. What else? What else we got? Do we want to get into the synopsis? Do you want to do you have anything you want? Ganesh, you usually like a little small talk at the beginning. You don't have to frame it like that, though. You can just kind of go into it naturally. And uh, instead of trying to make it like some contrived big deal. I've been told that we need to have more small talk. Yeah. Those were in your notes, but you just have to just be like, hey, what's going on with your life? You don't. Yeah. All right. Here, I'll, I'll mix it up with you guys. Sure. Best Little League player to ever play. What? Who knows? Uh, Danny Almonte, the 45-year-old kid who was kicking ass back in that one Little League World Series. You remember him? All right. No, but that sounds good. It's either him or the, uh, what's the, the girl who like struck everybody out? Monique? Davis? Something like that? Those are the only two famous Little Leaguers. That's pretty cool. Who else you got in mind? I don't know. There's always like one huge chunky kid with like one tooth and he's like killing it. Oh, you're talking about like a fictional character? You're talking about the Sandlot. Yeah, you're talking about that that big redheaded uh, kid from the Sandlot. No, he played soccer. He was the goalie. You're talking about the big green. green. (laughs) Yeah. That kid, he's not even a kid. He's like, he's like probably older than us, right? You think? Yeah. We should get him on this podcast. Oh, we should start reaching out to just weird ass celebrities and seeing who could snare. I bet he would have been on this episode. I think his name is Danny Tamborelli. No, that's not him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> First, uh, what's his name? Biff and the guy from the Truman Show, and now Danny Tamborelli and the big green kid. Shane's got if, face blindness. If there's a white kid with red hair and a square face, I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> 
That's all I need to know. That checked all the boxes. They're all <laughs> you're one of them. Oh boy, that's sad. Also, let me ask you this. You, oh. you seem like you know at least something about little league baseball. I know a little bit about it. I know the betting lines. Has there ever been like a like a scandal, like a cheating or like a throwing the game scandal? Yeah. What happened? The one I just said. Daniel Monte. <laughs> 45 years old. He was like I don't know. This was like I don't he was 45 years old. He had a mustache. He was smoking a cigar at the plate, cranking fat hog dongers. He couldn't be stopped. <laughs> he couldn't be stopped. Like, literally, the police came. He was on PCP. But could he run the bases? Huh? Could he run the bases? He could run the bases. Yeah, he was a five-tooler. Well, the, the, I mean, for real, though, he was like a kid who was, like, pretty old. Like, I think he was, like, 17 or something. and was playing with, like, 12-year-olds and was kicking ass. And everybody on ESPN... <laughs> Was like this kid's amazing. He's gonna go straight well, to the major leagues. This thirteen-year-old's like six foot, even two hundred pounds. No, because he was seventeen and worse than everybody. All, all the other seventeen-year-olds. So he's playing thirteen-year-olds. Oh, uh, <laughs> so that kid. I was gonna say. I was like, if he's good though, they should still want him. Yeah, I, I don't think the Yankees were like, no, we're not gonna take him because of his scandal-ridden past. He just wasn't good. What about the Staten Island Yankees? That's an actual professional team. I know. What about them? They might have wanted him. That's not how it works. They belong to the Yankees organization. Yeah. Well, the minor league teams don't sign players independently. You guys need to just read up. Well, I mean, when you think about it, it's kind of just like a celebrity playing a high school character in a movie when they're like 40 years old. Yeah, except all the other characters aren't actors. <laughs> and then they're all just trying their best. That would suck. Uh, what we do on this podcast is every week we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of the book. And that's it. But why? I don't know. If, uh, it's, we're uh, crying for attention, love, perhaps something we didn't get from our parents or our peers. Have you started going to therapy? No. I started giving therapy. <laughs> Pro bono, amateur work. Recession proof right there. Uh, that's right. <laughs> It's recession proof because I don't get paid for it. I'm trying it out. Give my crack at amateur therapy. Find a lot of people on Craigslist. I've lost $4,500 so far. How'd you Just lose it? Scams. Oh, I thought you meant like maybe you invested in some nice therapist furniture. No, I'm still in my hovel and my, and my dirt furniture. I'm just doing therapy over uh, Cisco WebEx. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't even spring for Zoom, huh? Nah, I'm a Cisco guy. I'm, I keep it old school. I also have one of those. Uh, I have one of those phones. You know those big phones yeah. that everybody has. At yeah, the those are Cisco good. phones. Yeah, that's, that's. I make my calls on. You're, the, you're just used to the platform. Yeah, I'm an old school guy. I have a Rolodex. Gives me a lot of paper cuts, but does the job. I like that you you highlight the names in your Rolodex for future therapy clients. I do. If anyone wrongs you, you highlight it. Anybody who wrongs me, yeah, I'm the vindictive therapist. All right, we all got that out of the way. What we do on this podcast, you know it now. Ganesh, are you ready to read us the synopsis of Little League Heroes? This is the synopsis of Little League Heroes by Joe Jackson, an American classic. If you love playing baseball, herein lies a beautiful story. And that's a quote from Jeff Howell. Is it a character in this book? Are you just reading reviews? I don't know. I want the straight dope, buddy. Give me the synopsis. I'm just reading what's on the page, <laughs> fellas. Just following orders, huh? That's what they said in my lie. Okay. <laughs> the crack of the bat or the pop of the mitt over the hey batter batter rhythm of the infield. Oh, what a sound. What a sound. What does this baseball team know about the game that so many others seem to miss? What is their secret and how do they do it? The coach believes this group of 10 to 13 year old boys has a chance to win a lot of baseball games. 
He also knows they could very easily end the season sooner than they want. Will they be able to trust in his simple concept? It's called the triangle. (laughs) (laughs) You guys just run around in a triangle and we'll figure it out. Young, passionate, and courageous boys are taught valuable lessons in a magical season that interjects into their personal lives this wonderful game we call Baseball. 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 In the intersection of their lives. Can we get some sounds of the with the organ? Ooh. Bam, 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 bam. Come on, Ganesh. You hear that? Crack of the bat. Wow. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna eat some How popcorn. About... Yeah. Oh, is it do you get a cracker jack in there? That one sounded a little deeper than Ooh. the others. Wait, where's that ball mm-hmm. hitting the mitt? Bam. Oh, he got it. He caught that at the wall. That was a long hit. Took a long time for it to come down. Hey, is that the sound of a needle injecting steroid Uh-oh. into a boy's arm? <laughs> oh, man. Do you hear that screaming? That's Roy Reg. Somebody get him in lockdown. In the intersection of their lives with the little game of Little League ball, baseball, will they be able to take home the biggest prize of all? The big baseball. The extra large pizza from Sal's. <laughs> the same one you get when you do your little scholastic scholastic readers program yeah, but this one it's extra big it's big it's it's a big, big pizza. pizza and there's a tub of ice cream Uh oh, that's not healthy they shouldn't have rewarded reading with personal pan pizzas from fucking pizza hut that's why i was a fat little kid that's a problem with this country what's up with the baby boomers dude all in the 90s they were just like out of their damn minds about why kids were fat. Meanwhile, I'm getting a personal pizza for every book I read. <laughs> the fuck? Well, there was always ice cream in the freezer. That's my, what the fuck? Why is there always ice cream around? I've asked that before. Why is there so much ice cream around in the 90s? <laughs> was the pizza so good that you needed to read or were the books just so good you couldn't help yourself? Listen, anyone that knows me knows that I love a good Pizza Hut pizza. Personal pan. Do you remember back when they had the actual pan? They brought out the little pan. They'd give you a pizza and a pan. Yeah, that's right. That was a real personal pan. I remember going to Pizza Hut and sitting in one big room and there's a non-smoking section and a smoking section. <laughs> that's how all the restaurants are. I remember being in a smoking section in a Burger King. Can you imagine? What kind of hell world were we living in? These people were out of their damn minds. Our parents are insane. I remember I was never allowed to sit in the smoking section as a kid. Does it matter? It's yeah. all the smoking then, section. I, it all smells nasty. I was like 18 or 19 and I sat in the smoking section and I was like, this is worse. <laughs> like, yeah. It is worse. It's really strong mm-hmm. in the smoking section. I feel like that's the kind of thing we're going to tell our kids and they're going to be like, what it's the It's very fuck? weird, yeah. You were in a Burger King with people just chain smoking <laughs> cigarettes and that was cool? I mean, I feel that way when I think about people smoking on airplanes. That's insane to me too. Yeah. But even that I kind of get because it's like we're on a plane for five hours. A burger, you can't step outside. Your bur- your whopper's too damn good. You need to have a cigarette with it. What kind of degenerate lights up a fucking Marlboro with a whopper in their hand? You're fucking disgusting, man. These people were ill. It's pretty fucked up, man. Because like, remember when that was happening? Like, I think New York did it first, right? They did, like, the cigarette. Yeah. And everyone yeah. was, like, losing their fucking mind. Yeah, they're like, it's crazy. I can't smoke in a restaurant. Like, no, of course you're not, you freak. And everyone thought it was going to be, like, contentious for, like, years. But it, within a month, everything was fine. <laughs> no one cares. Well, you know, in Virginia, you can still smoke in restaurants. You just have to have a separate yeah. smoking section that's enclosed. But also, like, if that just means, like, a plastic door, which doesn't stop cigarette smoke. What a weird thing, man. I remember that the McDonald's by my house had a, the smoking section was also, like, the playpen room. I'm like, that's yeah, you're right. That no, doesn't. No, no. That, 
<laughs> That's exactly how they were the, set up. The combo smoking section playpen. They were set up that it was always like next to that area. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so parents could sit there and just smoke a fat fucking cigarette yeah. while the kids drowned in a dirty ball pit. God almighty. What a weird thing. McDonald's in my memory is like, I loved it. But when I think back on it, it's just like these cheap plastic molds and just like 50 year olds smoking cigarettes and eating cheeseburgers <laughs> and then the ball pits where there's like band-aids and shit. My parents wouldn't let me in the ball pits. So I'm actually grateful for that. What? Oh, dude, I was romping in those ball pits, dude. I bet I got shit all over me. I was actually um, encouraged not to partake, too. Really? My parents let me loose. That's why my immune system is top notch these days. <laughs> I was licking all kinds of plastic balls back at the McDonald's <laughs> in Central Central Virginia. <laughs> early 90s cool anyway on that note let's jump into the first page of little league heroes okay here we go this is the first page of little league heroes can you take it away michael smith held the new bat and rubbed his hands along the smooth aluminum surface that's an easy name mike smith that's what all the characters need to be named. There's like Bob Davis. Wake up and smell the 20s, dude. Yeah, bro. This is the 20s? Yeah. We're living in the roaring 20s right now. I don't think that's right. I think this is now. No, right now. I'm thinking you. This is a critique on you and your statement. Yeah. I, because I want all the names to be easy. Yeah. It's just easy to remember. I feel like I have a, a pretty easy to remember name. It's true. You do. <laughs> don't ask my mom that. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is just kidding. Uh, four syllables. It's the easiest name. Yeah, your your name's really easy. But those what what was this one? Mike Smith. That's two syllables, baby. It can't get less than that. That's what I want. If your name was Gansar, <laughs> I would be much better off. You should have put that in the wedding speech. <laughs> I should have. That was on the cutting room floor. It was in my first draft. And I had a ten minute riff. I was thinking it'd be cool if you went by Gansar. Because that's easier for me to remember. Everyone's booing. Boo! Throwing drinks in my face. Hey, I thought this was a wedding. All right, whatever. Mike Smith, what's he up to? uh, Fondling that sweet, sweet bat? Yeah, he sure is. The black bat was 30 inches in length and weighed 19.5 ounces. The handle was slender, very easy to grip, and tapered up to a nice barrel head. Sound familiar? Describing a bat like uh, no one's ever (laughs) seen one before. Michael could only imagine the size of the sweet spot in the bat barrel head. This is graphic. <laughs> a little too much bat talk for you, dude? <laughs> a bit much. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with my sexuality, but I'm getting a little hot and bothered over here. The bat certification met the new Little League composite bat rules, and Michael knew he had found one of a kind. It felt just right in his hands. All right, sounds like a nice bat. Hope you can unload with it. Stepping back to make sure there were no objects he might accidentally hit, took a few easy swings this balanced bat would hit a baseball hard that's what you want was this book written for people who are learning english (laughs) (laughs) this feels like one of those wikipedia pages when you click simple english that's an option really yeah it's really good for me you don't like to explore nope i was like what's the economy Read the simple English Wikipedia. I was done in 30 seconds flat. Was it just like money? It's like, let's say you had 20 apples and uh, you wanted to buy some oranges. No, you're already above my reading level. It was just like, yeah, big money. (laughs) Big money, baby. (laughs) Big money, baby. (laughs) Get busy living or get busy dying. 
Ah, the economy. And then it cited no sources. I only understand things when it's reduced to fruit metaphors. Huh. It's because you're an eater. Man likes to eat. He's got a balanced diet. He likes fruit. Yeah. You know, I got some, been eating some peaches. It's the season. Tis the season for a nice peach. I'd like to get my paws on a plum. Oh, yeah? Hard to I find just, out there? I went to the store the other day. The plums weren't looking so good. Yeah? Or are they looking mushy? They're a little too firm for my, like, no, you too want them firm. mushy. I want a too firm. firm. Yeah. Too firm, dude. I want a firm plum. Nah, it's got to have a little give to it. I like my plums rock hard. I want to feel like I got a baseball in my hands. Know what I'm saying? What you saying? Kind of like this book, Little League Heroes. Kanish, did you? Kanish's video. Kanish <laughs> turned off his video. He's getting naked, nude. I think it seems just, like. I think he turned off the lights. This is how he wants to do it. Listen, I can see myself. Oh, you're back now. Oh, and you're clothed again. Put your clothes back on. That's good. It's gonna have to file an HR complaint. <laughs> and unfortunately, you're our HR guy. No, I'm that now. Oh, you are? Yeah, I won the election. I want to file a complaint. This pervert's harassing me. All right. All right. It's been. It's filed. Can you Sarma that is? And I'll have to talk to the producer about it. <laughs> God damn it. This is a real boys club. It was easy for him to swing, and because he knew bat speed was very important, he had to have it. Taking his gleaming eyes off the bat, Michael looked up and leaned toward his mom. What do you think? He gave her his best hug, then looked at the store clerk and said softly, It's a beauty and I'll take it. This'll do. This'll do just fine. Okay, boy. <laughs> Get out of my store now, boy. The clerk grinned from behind the counter and said, I'll tell you what, kid. If you promise to hit home run for me, I'll throw in a batting glove for you. Hey, what do you say about that, kid? I'm a bunter. <laughs> I won't hit a home run for you or anybody. I just bunt. I drive the runs in, sir. <laughs> and not including myself. Michael smiled and quickly replied, Oh, thanks so much. With this bat, I give you my word. Man, this is the little boy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if he smokes a cigar every day or... <laughs> Kid's a bruiser. He eats those little candy cigarettes. Just can't get them out of his yeah. mouth. He is injecting a lot of HGH, though. What's up, my Mike Smith? <laughs> yeah, I'm nine. <laughs> so, so what? Hey, teach. I didn't do my homework. <laughs> you gonna suspend me? Are we gonna have to take this outside, teach? <laughs> I want to have some words with you, Teach. Michael had been saving as much money as he could for this moment. He had earned money helping many of his neighbors with their odd jobs and had handled his many responsibilities around his own home to earn an allowance. But in the end, he did have to count on a little help from his mom and dad. He looked at his father and said, Oh, it's a beauty, Pops. Thanks a million. His dad grinned from behind the store display and said, Well, if you hear an adult man, <laughs> if you hit one over the fence... I'll buy you the biggest pizza in town. How about that? See? There it is. Hey, he was talking about a big pizza. You get your own personal pan. But it's big, son. It's big. Yes, sir. Michael responded and laughed as they left the store together. <laughs> the biggest pizza. <laughs> Since T-Ball, he had never come close to hitting a home run, yet today he had made a promise to do just that. He looked at, his, at the bat again and smiled. He just knew that with this bat, he could deliver on his word. Heck, he could already taste the pizza. Oh, God. Me too. Me too. Was that the end of the chapter? <laughs> it's the end of the nope. book. <laughs> the <end. laughs> that's, a, that's a quick one. Honestly, I'd, I'd be satisfied with it. They hurried home because tonight was an important night. It was the opening night of 
Little League Baseball. Da, 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 da. Bow, 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 bow. The first scheduled game was at 7 o'clock. Bow, da, 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 da. After a week's worth bow, of bow, bow. preparation and organizing the individual Little League teams, through the spring tryouts and the many practice sessions, they were finally ready to play their first baseball game. Coach Anderson had asked for a brief meeting this afternoon a few hours before game time. Now listen, kids, there's a big pizza in it for you. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> now, nobody here can field, so all you got to do is bunt. We're the bunters, okay? Just bunt it down the third baseline, and that's an easy base every time. And if they get on base, you pluck the next guy right in the head with the ball, pitcher. You play dirty. The meeting was going to be on the patio at Michael's house. That guy gets on base, you pull his pants down. Earlier that morning, Michael had asked his mother not to furnish any lemonade for the team during the meeting. Mother, no lemonade for the team. <laughs> no, no, mother. It only gets them riled up. Pack the gin. <laughs> <laughs> We're having brandies tonight, Mother. It's a celebration. She wanted to, but Michael was able to convince her that the team did not need to fill up on lemonade before the start of the first game of the season. I just wanted... I want my boys thirsty. ...to help keep the butterflies down for you and your teammates. But you are right, Michael, his mother said. There is probably nothing in the world that will prevent butterflies during the opening night of Little League Baseball. It's the biggest night of the year. Michael sat down on one of the metal chairs arranged on the patio. He was in his cougar uniform. <laughs> uh-huh. How's that look? Gray with maroon trim and maroon leggings. I like the sounds of that. Oh, uh, just like... um. Nobody. Uh, no team has that. I was going to say, just like Felicity Huffman. Oh, she's... <laughs> Yeah, she's a cougar for sure. Also uh, in jail. Was she on Desperate Housewives? Yeah. All right, then I'm great. I was going to say Tori Spelling, but that's wrong. Who she's is, a cougar too. Who is the woman from uh, the Lois and Clark that was on Desperate Housewives? Oh, that's um, Terry Hatcher. Okay. Terry Hatcher. There's the joke. All cougars to someone. Not to me. I don't think of, I don't think of people like that. <laughs> well, I was just saying because in the show, they call themselves that. Yeah, well, they are. But not to you. No, they're just uh, respectable women to me. I never watched Desperate Housewives. Me neither. Big fan. Oh, yeah? Is it good? Big You kind of seem like you would have watched it. I did. Don't You don't remember freshman year? I was always watching it. <laughs> no. Oh, I think you were, actually. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't know. Did we have cable? He did. No, I used to download them. <laughs> You pirated. You were. I was pirating, were desperate, pirating desperate Housewives. Yep. Just like your every run of the mill eighteen year old on fucking Demonoid, getting those latest uh, Desperate Housewives seeds. I'd force my roommate to sit there and watch them with me. I was kind of out of TV at that point. I wasn't oh, really following. I was more into films. TV, uh, but I did. I tr- I remember the first like show I watched around that time was like Nip Tuck, and I hated that show. All those shows are like that. It's just so much. Dexter's. I'm not a Dexter fan. Can you seems like he'd be a Nip Tuck guy too? Nah, didn't care for it. You didn't watch Nip Tuck? Didn't watch Nip Tuck, but I am a, a ashamed and embarrassed to admit that I used to watch Rescue Me, that show with Dennis Leary. Oh yeah, you. I used to come over to your house and you're like, yo, you gotta watch Rescue Me, man. I, yeah, I gotta be honest, and this may be the most insulting thing I've ever said to you. Okay. You seem like a big. You seem like a big Dennis Leary guy. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Feels like you like Dennis Leary. No, I don't know I don't. if that's true or not, but it just—it's a vibe you have. Okay, it's just a vibe. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I could catch you watching some Dennis Leary stand up, or he's smoking a cigarette, and yelling about like I don't know, cancer, <clears throat> whatever his thing is, ripping off Bill Hicks. 
and also critically acclaimed uh, FX dramas of the early 2000s. FX has really stepped their game up. That original spread is nothing compared to what they have now. The new spread? Uh, it's good shit. Yeah, Atlanta. It's fucking great. Not enough Michael Chiklis, though. Ah, who needs it? Yeah, bring, him, bring, him, bring, bring back Chiklis. Just go to his website. <laughs> it's a live stream. <laughs> Chiklis cam. Mm-hmm. Chiklis.net. All right, let's stop there. It's my homepage. What? No, read a little bit more because I forgot. What's this book about? Did he hit a home? It's the opening night. It's ho- opening night. Did he piss his pants out there in the field? This was Little League. Ba- oh, wait, I missed his cap. The maroon cap with the maroon bill and button oh, was hanging from a peg on the wall. He was also. The picture was incomplete before I heard about the cap. He was also wearing. Well, you didn't know what color it was. He was also wearing his new baseball shoes with the latest molded cleat design that his mother had surprised him with yesterday. He felt real comfortable in his uniform. Mm going commando this was freaking little league baseball dude it was baseball for the youth organized on a similar scale to the major leagues with its headquarters in williamsport pennsylvania did you know that austin i did that's where they hold the little league world series my friend wow i'm just watching knowledge at at work (laughs) you hit me in my sweet spot knowledge of little league baseball I was once a little leaguer. Were you, Ganesh? Yeah, I played on the Devil Rays, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Wow. I played on the Rockies. I played on two teams. Oh, yeah? I played on the Orioles as well. Which team did I you got, play on? I got traded. Uh, <laughs> traded? They were like, this kid stinks. <laughs> Literally. You got to hose him down. I was a second baseman for the Braves, and then okay. they moved me to shortstop and left field for the Cardinals. Ooh. But the best team in the league was just a team called Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat that, baby. Everyone else was normal, like, <laughs> pro baseball team names. And then there was just Coca-Cola. Honestly, I think you put the St. Louis Cardinals up against Coca-Cola. I'm taking Coca-Cola every time. I don't know about you. All right. What's the deal? Do you want to jump ahead? This kid's playing in the little league. He's all excited. This kid's friggin' playing little league baseball, dude. Yeah, he's ready to hit a home run, I guess, which seems honestly pretty rare for little league. Well, let's not get to like we should skip ahead because this is game one out of what 162? 162 games. He just said the same scale as major league baseball. Hundreds. Well, this is spring training. I got four weeks of that. Then we got a hundred. We got 80 80 ish games. Then we got the yep. all star break home yep. run derby. Yep. Then another six, uh, uh, 80 games or so. And then after that, we got the playoffs. We're clocking in at 200 plus games here. But you can't sleep then because then it's the offseason. You got the winter meetings. You got arbitration hearings. And then they're all going to the Dominican Winter League. <laughs> it's going to be real dicey down there. I wonder like how their union is doing. I can't wait to hear more about that. Yeah, they're good. We're going to get to the CBA and the negotiations. We're going to have a strike. It's going to be a whole mess. Anyway, let's jump ahead to the 25% mark of Little League Heroes. Ganesh, read us the 25% mark of Little League Heroes. They won another game that week, beating the Eagles by a 10-2 score with Willie Brown pitching for the Cougars. Nice, the boys are rolling. Jake Jones hit his second home run over the center field fence. Jake Jones, another great name for remembering. Carlos Rodriguez also hit a home run. Yeah, they're just slapping him. The air must be pretty thin up there. <laughs> Jesus, these guys popped a couple uh, pills before this game. Now they're playing at Coors Field. <laughs> yeah, they're at Mile High Stadium. <laughs> Matthew Davis came through with four hits and five times at bat. It's pretty good. This pitcher sucks ass. At the end of the week, 
The league standings appeared in the Springdale newspaper, and Michael studied them carefully with Willie Brown, Andy Wilson, and little Danny Garcia. Ooh. The American League standings. Little Danny. I bet Danny Garcia is a burner. That dude can run. I bet. You think he's a base dealer? Yeah. I bet he With is. some power, too. I bet he's a, yeah, he's a, what are they, he's a grinder. That's what they call him. <laughs> Yeah. This guy ekes him out. Yeah. The American League standings showed the Cougars undefeated and leading their league. Dusty Taylor's Red Sox were in last place. Oof. Too bad. <laughs> the, so we're, we're the main character is the guy who's winning? It's not much of an underdog story here. I guess he's a little league hero. <laughs> also in a league with the Eagles and Cougars, which are not major league teams, you have the Red Sox. There's a team. Hey, well, Shane just said he played against Coca-Cola. Yeah. Things are all over the place in Little League. You know what's fucked up? Looking back, I mean, I guess it makes sense. What, Coca-Cola hiring death squads to kill people in Columbia? Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up that they would then sponsor a Little League team. Well, Coca, yeah, it was just a local Coca-Cola sponsor. So, like... The Cougars are just sponsored. No, you got Death Squad Coca-Cola. It even said in little words. So the Cougars are just sponsored by the Desperate Housewives, and the Eagles are sponsored by the Whoa. band The Eagles. That'd be pretty cool. Ganesh, what were you saying was fucked up? Well, compared to the Death Squad thing, is actually not that bad at all. So, but oh, sorry, I took it to <laughs> 10 or 11 even. So I did my tryouts, and I was put on the Devil Rays because just like in real life, the Devil Rays... In my little league, were an expansion team. That's where they just sent all the bad players. You got to, you were taking an expansion draft in little league. Correct. That's bad, man. Yeah, damn. So you were like the bad news bears. Yeah, we were bad. And not only that, I was so bad on that team. On the worst team, I was probably the worst player that they kept trying to put me at every position to see what would stick. And I turned out I was just bad at all of them. <laughs> the position that stuck was fan. <laughs> <laughs> you go sit in the outfield and cheer. I've played baseball with you guys. Remember when we used to sneak into ballparks and hit? I remember playing remember? baseball. I don't remember sneaking into ballparks, but I do remember. No, we we snuck into that one ballpark and we could like, if you put your car keys in the thing, you could lift it up so you can turn on the lights. Oh yeah, I do remember that actually. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Those are the days. Too bad I'm old and decrepit now. Hey, we could get a game together. I've been in my apartment for four months. My legs don't work anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm dragging around my lower body on the floor like a... <laughs> like I got hit by a car or something. Yeah, I get winded just like sitting up. I get winded turning off the TV. Y'all gotta do some push-ups like you're in jail, dude. Yeah. It's too late for that. I'm all start. I used to be a push-up guy. You gotta do a little challenge. One, the first day you do one. Okay, you got that. Next day you do two, and then you do three, and you uh -huh. keep going until you're doing uh -huh. like three hundred, six thousand. <laughs> Four years in, you're dead. I tried to get in shape like one time in my life, and it worked. I had this crazy regimen. I would do three hundred sit-ups and three hundred push-ups. A day while only watching Avatar The Last Airbender and only eating rice with marinara sauce on it. You was that that's like the gateway to being an incel. <laughs> that's like you were. I'm sorry, what, what were you eating with marinara? Rice. Yeah, you're eating rice and tomato sauce. Yeah, I was poor, man. I had no money. I mean, a box of rice and a box of pasta cost about the same. You were on the verge of joining the alt right. That's like the origin story of a lot of freaks. <laughs> All I was doing was doing push-ups and watching anime and eating rice. <laughs> what? It's Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, that's it's true. Different. It's more palatable for the American mind. I wasn't radicalized, okay? I kept a cool head. <laughs> but yeah, I was really fit. And then I was like, I'm good. Yeah. And it went all went to hell. That's what I did. I went on a diet and I lost 40 pounds. And I was like, I did it. And then I just gained it all back. <laughs> I was like, oh. 
I proved to myself I could do it. You looked good for a couple months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember it because I was like, we were seeing each other every week and I'd, I'd be like, damn, dude, you look good. And then one day I just stopped saying it because yeah, because I was looking bad. Yeah. I just look normal. Yeah. It wasn't good. I mean, but also that life sucks. It does I like suck. eating fucking bread. You come over and we'll be like, what can we eat? I don't know. Fucking chicken wings again. All right. That's cool. Eating paper towels. Uh, all right. What's happening? This team's kicking ass. What is little Mike, the all-star, the MVP? Willie Brown pointed at the paper and he said to Mike slyly. Big Bill Brown. Hey, what do you think about Dusty Taylor's Red Sox now, Michael? Michael just shook his head perplexed. The Red Sox had lost their first two games and were now in last place in the American League standings. I think they're dumb as dirt. Everybody wanted to play for Taylor, Andy grinned. But you'll notice Coach Anderson's team is on top. Yeah, and we'll stay there, too, Daniel said slowly. We're going to win the pennant in this league, and when, then we're going to beat the winners of the National League in Springdale, and then... Hey! And then they're going to promote us to the major leagues. <laughs> Andy broke in laughing. We've only played two games so far, Daniel. We might lose the next ten. Oh, they're only 2-0. and oh. Why are we talking about the standings? These kids are getting they're putting the cart ahead of the horse or whatever. Little Daniel shook his head and said, Well, we have uh, the best two pitchers in the league, and Josh Miller and Willie here, and we have the best hitters. Uh, Michael sat on one of the basement benches listening to the talk. <laughs> and we have the best fan. His name's Ganesh, and he sits way far away from the game where he's not allowed to do anything. There he is. Look at him. Wave <laughs> yeah, at him. There he is. Oh, he's looking he passed out in the hot sun. Somebody go splash some water on him. It was Saturday morning, and with none of the league games scheduled for that day, Coach Anderson had called a practice session at the park grounds for that afternoon. Lots of things we have to work out, Coach had told them after the Eagles win. Some of you boys aren't hitting yet, and the infield is a little sloppy, especially the throwing. Then there's base stealing, bunting, and sliding techniques that we really need to work on. It always helps us to practice whenever we can. So basically all of it. Well, Mike's, you know, Mike's got the bunting. Yeah. Mike's big bunter. That's why they put him fourth. Was your favorite part hitting or throwing? I mean, in Little League, all of it was just a nightmare. <laughs> it just felt, wait, the pressure is too high. I like hitting. I think hitting's fun. I like to throw. Yeah? What about catching? underrated yeah not a catcher i like playing the outfield because you could just throw the ball as hard as you could and it was fun i like playing the outfield because nobody ever hit it there and if they did it was just on the ground <laughs> well yeah no one ever hit it to right field in my little league because there were no yeah, like left-handed you, kids you didn't have any power lefties <laughs> <laughs> my county weeded out left-handed people yeah <laughs> we dropped them down the well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's witchcraft boy you're going to the bottom uh, of the well. You ain't doing that here around these parts. <laughs> this is a right-handed town, my friend. The damn leftists coming in here. Ganesh, are you left-handed? I am ambidextrous. He says he's ambidextrous. Mm. Just another boast. I play sports with my left hand. I write with my right hand. And I jerk off with my right with hand. With both. <laughs> oh, God. You jerk off with both? Dude. Two at a time? Sick we stuff, We don't have dude. to go there, guys. I'd rather not. Yeah, you're right. My bad. This time I brought it up. I'm sorry. No, I brought it up. I asked him if he was left-handed. And now I know too much. No, that's true. And I regret it. No such thing as too much when it comes to Ganesh. Let's just say he's handed. <laughs> he's, all, he's all hands. We have to get the fundamentals down. We have to be fundamentally sound out there on the field, you see? It was a hot and humid Saturday in late June when the Cougar squad struggled down to the playing field. When Michael arrived with Willie Brown from his block, he found Matthew, Carlos, and Jake sitting on the bench waiting for him. 
Ethan was playing cash with Tyrone Johnson out on the field. Chris Martinez and Joseph Williams were just coming up from the water cooler. Damn, all the boys. Then Coach Anderson drove up in a shabby little roadster he had just bought. Beep, beep. Hey, boys. <laughs> Hello, boys. Coach is here. <laughs> Roll out the red carpet. Michael saw Jake and Matthew Davis eyeing the old car thoughtfully, and Jake said, Old junk heap. You see Dusty Taylor's big SUV? He could almost get the whole team in it. Damn, Dusty. Yeah, but not eco-friendly. Dusty is sick, bitch. <laughs> well, that SUV can't hit, can't field, and certainly can't throw a baseball. Therefore, Dusty knows that climate change is the Chinese hoax. All right. <laughs> he's ahead of he's a kid of the head of the curve. Is your brain just pudding? Tapioca. Me? Yeah. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm dumb as dirt, man. I'm, I'm stupid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta google QAnon and you'll find all the answers good god <laughs> I saw guys on the TV wearing QAnon t-shirts oh yeah yeah what channel were you watching uh the news oh dear yeah there are guys the- running around selling that shit you know what's crazy to me is like the graphic design of QAnon yeah <laughs> it's just it's, a huge Q but like now they started putting the American flag in it yeah well you know they're patriots. This is like, someone's making an effort to make this shit. Someone's making a sweet dime off of this QAnon shit, and I want to get into business with him. <laughs> Who is this man? His name is Alex Jones. That's J-O-N-E-S. Alex Jones didn't do that. There's just some guy out there who is QAnon. Like, what? The, it's just like, wait, what's the whole thing? Is it like... I don't even know, and I don't hesitate to even get into it. But basically, this is a guy on like 4chan or something who says that Donald Trump is stopping all the powerful people like Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama from being like pedophiles. And somehow JFK Jr. is alive and part of it. It's a weird <laughs> thing. I don't know. Surely somebody out there knows. And if you know, don't tell Well, me. it's like the Shakespeare question. Was it just, was it one person or was it a group of people writing it? Oh, I mean, I suppose it could be a whole bunch of people, but there is like somebody with an actual ID number on 4chan who posts this, that person. I think I'm way out of my depth here. So do they? All I know is these people are nuts. Yeah, I don't really get it. But every time there's a thing, there's like all these, these Q, Q shit. Yeah. Honestly, it's a legit business to be in, though, if you're QAnon. Just sell it. That's the market, baby. (laughs) The demand for bullshit is high and I'm selling. We should we should get into that. Why aren't we doing this? These people should be wearing ABC shit at all these rallies. We should be telling them that Donald Trump it came here on a fucking silver surfer surfboard to save us from fucking alligator people. We would get millions of dollars. We let's let's offline about it. Let's stop there. <laughs> I don't like this new habit of stopping after I forget everything that happened. Uh, okay, so the team is winning, but also, like, it's only been a couple games. Mm-hmm. Um, Making fun of the but, coach's car. Oh, coach yeah. has a real clunker, a lemon. Coach uh. is divorced, okay? I mean, he is just the coach of a Little League team. I don't think he certainly has another job as well. How much do you think he's getting paid? No, of course not. He's not getting paid. It's a Little League coaching position. No, Traditionally, gonna... you're the father of one of the kids on the team. Are you is kidding? He a guy? I was going to say 40 Gs. They brought, they think brought him in 40... as a ringer, dude. <laughs> Shay thinks he's making 40 large coaching this little league team. Damn, man. Damn. I had a youth soccer coach looking back. No idea where this guy came from. Because like mm-hmm. everyone else was like just a parent coaching, you know, this Who guy is, is like a just a just a guy. Just a guy. No one knew. No one knew his whole deal. Was he helpful? Uh, he was mean. 
but we were pretty no. good. There's a mean stranger hanging around yelling at you. Yeah. And all the other parents were just like, okay with it. That's like a hallmark. I think of like soccer coaches is like, yeah, you have to be kind of mean. I never thought soccer was worth it. I got hit in the head once <laughs> with the ball and I quit that minute. Oh, that was the best part. Getting hit in the head with the ball. No, it hit me and I was like, no, I'm done. I walked off the field. I never went back. Is it the YMCA? I played for like five years, I think. Five. You played soccer for five years? Yeah. Yeah, uh, me too. I liked I was it. A, I was a baseball boy. I liked, I, and a and a bowler. Oh yeah, you're I a bowler. I hated it. I hated it. My parents forced me to do it because I was a, a little fat kid and they thought I'd play a little soccer, <laughs> I'd slim down. But boy howdy, they were wrong. That is a good way to lose weight. I guess it <laughs> guess guess it didn't work on you, but you're tenacious. <laughs> Resilient. <laughs> <laughs> this man knows what he wants and it is carbs. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Are we, mm-hmm. we're done. That's it. We're mm-hmm. jumping ahead. 50% mark of little league heroes coming around the bend right about now. Ganesh, if you don't mind, give it a rip. Ethan looked at Michael in the batter on deck circle as left-hander threw four wide balls, intentionally walking Ethan to load the bases for the force out anywhere. Mm. I like that this book is like all gameplay. <laughs> there is there is no <laughs> oh, like, yeah. relationships or any kind of interpersonal issues. This is we're just this is just baseball, baby. That's what I like. They're just kids, man. It's the love of the game, dude. That's what I play for. Coach Anderson came out to speak with Michael, and he said quietly, Knock him dead, kid. You've done this before, Michael. This is your moment. <laughs> you have done this before, Mike. This is just another ball game, and it is not the last inning this time. We do have another at-bat, so just take it easy and hit the ball. I'm going to score a few runs on this guy. You know why I quit baseball? Tommy John. I didn't understand. Yeah, I had a Tommy John. No, I just didn't understand the signals that the yeah. coaches were calling with, doing with their hands. I agree with that. That's also. I was like, I was like, fuck that. I want to swing if I want to swing. I agree with that. I also feel like not that I was ever even con- <laughs> remotely considering playing this, but that would be the thing that would turn me off from football. I don't want to remember a playbook. Nah. I got to go out there and like think about shit I remember from a book. No, that's not sports, dude. I just want to let it fucking fly. I want to get. I could remember plays in basketball like easy. Yeah, but for some reason, baseball made no sense. I feel like that's why running is a great sport. It's just go that direction really fast. <laughs> Usain Bolt doesn't have to think about plays. He's just like, I'm going there as fast as I can. Oh, I'm sure he's got. You got to think about like drifting. You know, like nah, because he's a, he's always in he's always in front, baby. Nah, not when you're that. We're drifting fast. off him. True, 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 true. Yeah. Maybe they taught him to fart to throw everyone else off. That's what I would do. (laughs) Fart. It gives you a little, it gives you, you fart as soon as the gun goes off and it gives you a little propulsion off the block. Gives you a half step. The stinking makes everyone cough. Yeah. It's a dual threat because it gives you a little boost to then every, yeah, it's like a little poison bomb for everybody behind you. Could you imagine the Olympic announcers calling that? Oh, they're, the other runners are starting to cough. I think you used the stinky. (laughs) Uh oh. Uh, the American runners doubled over and vomited. Oh, no. Usain Bolt has got a 15-meter you know, lead on these guys. <laughs> oh, man. 
Sick stuff. Depraved. Anyway, the Olympics, huh? Will we ever see that again? Yeah, nah. next year probably, I guess. Oh. Whenever they get the vaccine out, assuming, you know, we're all still alive by then. Yeah, that would, you know, that'd be nice. Return to form, you know. You know, I kind of like staying at home. <laughs> <laughs> but how much better would be if you could stay at home and the Olympics were on? That's, no, you're right, actually. That's the only thing cool. that would make this better is if the Olympics were also happening. <laughs> yeah, I could just watch from the comfort of my own home. Repeats. Yeah, I like being at home. I'm like, I've recharged after uh, about 30 two years of anxiety of being out in the world i was i swear i was thinking like man i could really use some time at home maybe work work from home a couple of days and then a week later it turns out it's been like four months <laughs> with no end in sight it's gonna get worse yeah it is it's to the point where it's going to like permanently change work probably yeah everything i think i think everything's gonna get upended which is honestly at this point it's good like there is a silver lining and i think oh, there's definitely good yeah. stuff coming out of it the, the response is abysmal people shouldn't be dying like this truly oh yeah but no absolutely that it has forced us to take a look at our lifestyles and be like is this how it should be mm-hmm. i mean i already got there but everybody else needed a yeah. boost. <laughs> i've been like i don't want to work for years <laughs> that's been my main ethos since day one yeah. work sucks i know tom delon <laughs> Was that a Tom? That's no, that's a Tom. You questioning me? That's a Tom. That ain't a Mark. And it, God knows it's not a Travis. Mark and Travis were not quite on Tom's level. Tom was the spark. That's why New Blink 182 is boring. But Mark did put out a boxcar racer. Or no, that, that was, was Tom again. That was Tom. That was Tom and Travis. Mark was the only one not included. And it was pretty okay. Good. Forget that. Okay. Tom's got the magic touch, but then angels and airwaves suck. So who knows what's happening over there? Anyway, now he's discovering aliens. Things really took a turn to my boyhood idol. Michael just nodded, but there was a lump in his throat and he was breathing with difficulty. He had struck out. That's how Ganesh is reacting to this conversation we just had. He must have swallowed the big league chew. Uh, uh, I did the whole packet, coach. I know they say not to. I'm addicted, coach. He had struck out once against Bell and the second time he had rolled a weak grounder back to the mound. He had heard about this Jimmy Ray Bell kid whose fastball clocked in at 72 miles per hour on the radar gun. God damn. Jimmy Ray Bell sounds like the name of like a white supremacist assassin of the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Ray Bell, the former Grand Wizard of the KKK. <laughs> a descendant, a direct descendant of John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. Jimmy Ray Bell. My name's Jimmy Ray Bell. In the South, we'll rise again. Also, I have a great heater. <laughs> Don't they all? It's not, it's not so great. Yeah. Was it 72? 72? I could, I could do that. Well, when you're 12, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's, yeah, but, that's Danny Almonte style. I bet this guy's in his <laughs> early to mid-30s. From 46 feet away, that was pure heat, baby. He knew that he was batting against a good pitcher, and he felt uneasy about being able to get a hit. However... Coach's pep talk made him feel better. He wanted to make good contact for the team, for Springdale, and most of all, for Coach for himself. Anderson. Oh, for Coach. This guy loves Coach Anderson. Because he's driving a roadster. That's right. He's an everyman. Coach had never really gotten anywhere as a ball player. Even though he loved this game of baseball and his new family of ball players, he just sucked. Terrible. Maybe that's my calling, dude. Maybe I just uh, am bound to be like a little league coach. I couldn't play. <laughs> that's but weird. that's weird. What? You probably shouldn't go around telling people your calling is to be a little league coach. 
Yeah, that's you're gonna put on a list. That don't sit right. If I got kids, <laughs> yeah, not just saying a random little league team. If you, if you got, got kids, kids huh? like you found a couple, maybe rounded some up. I don't know what you're I saying. I think he'd be a great father. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think he'd be a good dad. You'd be a fun dad. I bet you'd be the kind of dad that lets your kids have a beer when they're like 18. <laughs> Is that right? Maybe I don't know. Maybe earlier. I really haven't really thought about that. <laughs> friend, I never really had friends like that. It was only late in life where I met a friend. You know who the, the friends who have cool parents that are like, you can drink, just you got to stay here. White kids. <laughs> Not me. Not me, man. I've never said a curse word from my parents. I don't think I've ever. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been drunk in front of them. They run a tight ship. Now, other white kids, their parents are all out of, out of whack. I feel like Shane's parents don't allow that. Were you allowed to drink when you were a kid? Um, no. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no way. Never. I just, well, honestly, I never even, like, pushed the limits, you know? Jimmy Ray Bell pitched a curveball, which broke right over the plate for a called strike. And these kids are throwing breaking balls? He's got a breaking ball and a heater. Jeez. Watch out. What they don't tell you is his fastball goes 72, but his breaking ball goes... 82. Damn. <laughs> That's nasty. He could be in the majors. <laughs> what was that? Damn. Michael wet his lips with the tip of his tongue. He made eye contact. He made eye contact with the three Cougar base runners. He could hear the yells of encouragement from the Cougar dugout. They had to win. Go Mike. Go Mike. Go Mike. Wet Mike. Wet Mike. Wet Mike. They had to win. They had to win every game. Bell pitched again on the inside corner and Michael's eyes lit up with an instant reaction. He swung the bat at the ball, driving the ball down the first baseline. The Lakeview first baseman lunged at it, but missed, and the ball rattled down the right field line. Fair by six inches. Ooh, two runners came in. That's a big play. Two runners came in and Michael slid into second with a double. He got up dusted himself off and listened to the noise from the contingent of Springdale fans rooting. Hell yeah. Rooting tooting. Good for him. A double? Two RBI double? Nice. With his big aluminum bat. Ooh, you gotta get that aluminum bat sound in there. There it goes. Can you hear the fireworks here? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Oh boy, okay. They sound good. Mm-hmm. Consistent. They are. Oh, nope, there's two oh. in a row real quick. Damn. <laughs> He fucked up the rhythm. Is it just going to be like that for like for a while? I guess, right? I'm fine with it. I'm the, I'm pro fireworks. I say more. It's summer, baby. Let, summer, them let, let it loose, dude. If you're not up till 5 a.m. anyway, what the fuck are you doing? You better be up listening to goddamn fireworks. Yeah, man, but it's fucking with my animals, dude. Put them down. <laughs> it's summer, baby. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. All right, where was I? From the contingent of Springdale fans rooting, it was for him. He saw Coach Anderson grinning, shaking a fist at him from the dugout steps. It felt great to be alive. Damn, this kid's on cloud nine, top of the world. Wish I felt like that ever. It felt ever, ever. Uh, I bet you could hit a two-run double off a thirteen-year-old throwing seventy-two. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. It was a swing and a miss for me. My eyes aren't so good anymore. Yeah, but all the fielders are 12. So. Nah, that's right. I can just, <laughs> I'll just run into them fucking slugfest style. <laughs> Body slam these little fuckers. You made an out. I don't give a damn. I'm scoring. It felt great to be a little leaguer playing to win a baseball game. Mm. Ain't that it? Because you know there's pizza coming, baby. That's a 
big pizza coming. Uh, some might say the biggest pizza in town. I've heard talk. Sal can make a big pie. And yeah. he doesn't fuck around with it. It's not like a cop-out. It's not a, you know, it's not like a little... Uh, not a piece of shit pie. Yeah, it's, it's a, a real good, pie. It's big... Brick, it's brick oven. It's a 36-inch oh. pie. It's a big fucking pie. And it's good, even uh-huh. in the middle. They did not score another run that inning, but the score was 2-1 to one for the Cougars, and everyone felt much better. There was talk and a lot of chatter in the Cougar infield now. In their bottom half of the fifth inning, the first Lakeview batter singled to lead off. The next batter failed to drop a sacrifice blunt. Sacrifice bunt. Smoke weed every day. Are these kids on drugs? Hmm. Performance enhancing drugs. That's an HGH blunt. The next batter (laughs) failed to drop a sacrifice bunt, and Carlos threw out the base runner who was trying to steal second. Well, I know damn well that wasn't my man Mike. He's never fucked up a bunt. Or a blunt. He doesn't get his lips all over it. He's a good wet Mike. He's a good blunt. What they say about him, he's slippery. <laughs> he's wet, Mike, on the on on the uh, field, but he's dry, Mike, when you're passing that blunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's wet, Mike, then too. He gives you that blunt back, and it's all soaking wet, kind of like in. I remember we used to smoke blunts with Ganesh, and he would hand it back to me. And it was like he just dipped it in a fucking sweet tea. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Don't drag my good name through the dirt like that. Uh, one time, How Ganesh. Dare you? Uh, uh, one time, Ganesh just offered this, the most lopsided blunt that he had to hold with two hands because it was like it looked like a U, an upside down U. Oh, I made that one that was like three feet long or something like that. Yeah. And there were like 18 people sitting around using it. And then you were like, oh, uh, let's put on meat puppets and watch uh. Batman the Animated <laughs> Yeah. Or Darkwing Duck. I stand Nothing by gets, it. Those are two. I think it's the crowd riled up like some heroin addled meat puppets in the fucking Batman <laughs> animated to, series. Ganesh used to put pavement on and everyone was like, yeah, pavement. And then it would like move into like meat puppets and everyone was like, uh. If you like pavement, you might hate this. <laughs> it's the meat puppets. Uh, sorry to meat puppets. Good band. A little too much heroin, but I do like I did like really enjoy rewatching Batman the Animated Series with you when we were 18 years old. <laughs> <laughs> it hold it held up and it still does. It still does, dude. Can you hear these fireworks? I got my own oh, over yeah. here. You can hear? Yeah, I got my own. You want to pause for a second? This is actually typically every night for the past two weeks we've seen them, but we don't have them right now got some good ones going on dude oh i see, I see some out your window shane <laughs> really i literally see them behind you Where look out I? that window look at your screen which window <laughs> behind you next year's other way lean the other way yeah out that window over your shoulder they, that's where they're coming watch it i just saw mo- it has to be the same ones that i see it's like the ones that- it must be because that's your yeah. the direction of your house yeah what i just saw a bunch right out there it's like we're l- looking at the same moon, dude. Wow, make a wish. Blow a kiss. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm in central Brooklyn looking down on you freaks up there. <laughs> All right, you want to read more? Mine have cooled off a little bit. Yeah, let's go. Wait. Oh, I'm not skipping ahead. I'm just reading more. I guess. I don't know. You run the show here, dude. We're at 110 minutes. <laughs> Or uh, no, an hour and ten, not a hundred and ten. 
we had some just silence. In there. Yeah, there's a lot to cut out. All right, let me just get back into it. Carlos threw the ball down with the force of a big leaguer, and Michael tagged the runner in plenty of time. Carlos had such a natural, quick release of the baseball for a little league catcher. Trying to steal on Carlos was never a good idea. In the bottom of the sixth, in the last inning, the Lakeview team threatened again, and this time in earnest. Josh was on his last legs. His curveball was not breaking off as it had in the early innings, and his control was not as sharp. Coach Anderson and Willie Brown warmed up in the bullpen at the start of the six. Coach Anderson's coming in? <laughs> He's bitching? Let me show you how it's done, boys. I'm batting clean up this thing. <laughs> Move over, kids. Josh had walked the first batter. The second batter had singled to right. With runners on first and second and no one out, the big Lakeview crowd had begun to make some noise. As Josh stood there with sagging shoulders, Coach Anderson asked for a for timeout from the umpire and walked out to the mound. What was this, written like two years ago? 2012 is what I saw. I feel like Little League, they get some time. They got timeouts before the bigs. Did. What? Regular baseball. Oh, they don't got a timer <laughs> like they do the bigs? What are you just talking about? Baseball has timeouts. Yeah. Baseball's always had timeouts. When you turn around and say, stop for a second, that happens all the time. When they say well, that, I feel like now it's like now it's a timeout because now you have like a limited amount before it's just like a mound visit. And it's just like, it's just, I guess I just took it to mean like whenever the ball's dead and they say, okay, I'm going to go talk to the pitcher. I think that counts as a timeout. There's no like limit on them. Oh, I thought they got 12 a game. Well, now they do. But back there was just, they still called it that. All right, whatever. Michael trotted in and stood to listen as coach spoke. Josh's parents were in the sector behind the Cougar dugout. Sector? And Michael could. This is galactic baseball? Hell. <laughs> I wish. Remember we wrote Galactic Football? That'd be a good yeah, sequel. Writes itself. If you hit a home run on the moon, zap ball, go to the sun. Ah, uh, because Earth, <laughs> yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, you know, I, I'm going to hit a fucking rocket right to the sun. No, it goes back down to Earth. Those are the kind of experiments NASA needs to be running. Yeah, if you were on the moon, could you throw me a ball and I catch it on Earth? Yeah, it would go through your body and down to the core. That's cool. Pull all of your organs along. Call that a web gem. <laughs> Get a gold glove for that one. Yeah, you're going to go viral. <laughs> viral! This man caught a baseball from the moon, rocketed into the center of the earth, and he died. Four million views. That's it. <laughs> this is significantly less than many other much easier viral videos. Hey, good enough to sell ad space on. These fireworks are fucking ridiculous. Are they colorful? I saw some. I can't even see. That's the worst part. I can't even see them. Oh. <laughs> I'm on the first floor. I get the sound and none of the good part. <laughs> so this is basically loud explosions that I assume are fireworks. Oh, I've got a question for you guys. Favorite type of firework? Big. Are you? Yeah, I know. There's big. Oh, you know what I like? The ones that are just like a million little shiny. Like it's like little a, glitter. Like crackles? Yeah, crackles. Like, I like the one that, yeah, the one that ooh. sizzles at the end. Yeah. Ooh, the sizzlers. I'm a sizzler fan. At first I would, you know, I went for big and colorful, but I've really come to appreciate the sizzler. Yeah. The big boppers. Old age. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. One time I saw a Garth Brooks concert on TV and they <laughs> shot a firework off that formed the shape of a cowboy boot. And I've never <laughs> seen that since. Is that technology? Crazy. No, no, no. I find I've heard that in like if you go see DC fireworks. I have. I've been to DC on July fourth. They shoot like shapes. I, I didn't see that. Also in Disney World. In Disney World, they shoot off shapes, like mm -hmm. Mickey's head. Yep, they do that. Yep, that's a that's a popular one. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope the people in my neighborhood are doing that, but I can't see it. 
it's all like beautiful ornate shapes and designs and i'm just like hearing Disney explosions <laughs> it's like animated the cinderella dancing it's like the uh snowman from frozen Ooh, josh gad it's just josh gad it's, it's not even the snowman <laughs> it's the shape of josh gad's head all the kids are clapping. We love you. Josh Cat. Josh Cat. Oh, boy. Let's, you know what? I make an executive decision. We're going to jump to the next yeah, pitch. Because right. it's 90 degrees in here. Let's do it. Let's let's hit this thing into high gear. A long sleeve denim shirt, and I'm soaking in it. You're sweating through your pits, dude. Why are you wearing long sleeves in your own home in the summer? Dude, pop that top off. I ran out of t-shirts. Pop, pop that the top, top off. Dude. Pop that top Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> see a little chest hair peeking through uh, yeah my two hairs wow looking good wow that Smooth. is sparse for sure yeah some most of it's white interesting because you're really hairy otherwise yeah that's strange Weird quirk quite smooth <laughs> well on that note we're gonna hop on over to the 75 percent mark of little league heroes are 75% Ganesh they drew the Noriko Japan Thunder for the final game Whoa, what the fuck Whoa. we're going we're going international. international is this the Little League World Series oh. I'm gonna shit my Wait. pants in Williamsport Pennsylvania is that an international game yeah really oh the Little League World Series is international my friend that's cool I, I only thought it was like the states or like oh, the Americas oh no it's got like all it's got like Asia Caribbean countries yeah that's it's, cool Mexico Holy plays shit. in it yeah Canada all right I'm in the Noriko Thunder team was red hot having beat their opponents by an average score of 14 to 2 to reach the championship game damn well, that's good little sluggers I don't know much but that's good they were reputed to be the heaviest hitting boys team in the tournament and after watching them take batting practice Michael was convinced that it was so the balls seemed to jump off their bats with every batter in their lineup able to hit the ball hard for distance no bunts nice no bunts Mike's out of his <laughs> element in this one the anti-bunting team we never bunt to bunt is to dishonor your family. <laughs> they were a confident team, knowing now the Cougars had been badly hurt with the injuries to two of their star players, Jake Jones and Tyrone Johnson. Oh, Jake. Oh, no. We didn't even get to know Tyrone, but that sucks. I bet he was pretty good. Yeah, I bet he's cool. Coach Anderson had to make hurried substitutions, putting Chris Martinez on first base and Joseph Williams in the outfield. Josh Miller started on the mound. Ugh. He's been rocky. Don't He's wild. Yeah. They call him Wild Josh. He can, you know, he can take a game home, but sometimes he lets a game go. You know? Yep. Sometimes he can't hit the broadside of a barn. It's like an R.A. Dickey, and not mm -hmm. even that good version of him. Nope. Mm -mm. He had like one good year, right? Like three. Yeah. He played for like 20. He played for like 20 <laughs> years. Yeah. No, three really good ones right at the end. It's a pretty good way to go out. <laughs> yeah, you want to go out on top. <laughs> You want to suck for most of your career and then go out as a Cy Young winner so everybody remembers you good. He wrote like a book. I might be wrong. I might be. I might have just made this up, but I'm pretty sure he wrote a book attributing his uh, junk ball or whatever that he threw. The knuckleball. The knuckler. knuckleball to like how he had like a, a rocky like youth like he was abused and stuff and like yeah the knuckleball is kind of like a symbol for 
that's pretty inspirational stuff. It's a good book. It's pretty cool. All right, Dickie's cool. He kicked these kids' asses a little league too, I bet. You imagine blowing these kids away with a knuckler? Ah, the knuckle is the in my opinion, the coolest thing in baseball. That's the coolest pitch, dude. If you're gonna sneak in your Danny Almonte kind of ringer, you're gonna want to go with R.A. Dickey. <laughs> the 45-year-old knuckleballer with an interesting past. That's the kind of story you want. The ball dances. It's great. It, does. it, does. it doesn't spin. Dance is just enough to distract you from the fact that it's an old man throwing it. He dances like he's 10. <laughs> Tyrone Johnson sat on the bench. He pleaded that he'd be able at least to put on his uniform and sit with the team during the game. Tyrone's going to come out and do a little Kurt Gibson injured home run limping around the bases. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not familiar with that. What was the what were the stakes? 1988 World Series Dodgers. They were, uh, I think, losing or tied. It's been I I, I was obviously just a, a, a boy, a sweet baby. Newborn. I was a sweet newborn baby. You swaddled. were four months old. I was four months old in a, in a little manger. Uh, <laughs> and Kurt Gibson went up there. He was injured. They were like, he's not going to play this game. He was like their star player. He's like, he's not he's not going to play. Then surprise, ninth inning. I think down by one or tied. I don't know. Then there's a guy on base. Either way, he comes up all injured, cranks a cranks a homer. He does that. He's walking around bases, pumping his fist. He's like, yeah, that's like iconic. Vin Scully calling it. It's a good uh, moment. Classic baseball moment. He'd so, also kick these kids' asses. You get, you get, <laughs> you get a uh, Kirk Gibson and R.A. Dickey out there. It's not even a contest. Is that the last time the Dodgers won the? It is. Yeah. Damn. The, the, that's the year we were born. The Dodgers won. It's been that long. And that's Sad why I'm stuff. a diehard Dodgers fan. So you're a big Dodgers guy. I know. You bleed the blue. <laughs> I'm really not. I don't know. I claim no fandom in baseball. That's fine. But I do like, I like three teams. Let's hear them. Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, I respect them. Okay. I, respect, yeah. I, uh, I like the New York Mets. Okay. I like the Washington Nationals. Oh, division rivals. That's a weird two. They don't like each other. I okay. like them. And I like, uh, I like the Orioles because of you guys. Oh, they suck though. No, they're fun. They're but honestly, fun to watch. good thing the seasons have. Like, honestly, if we can just breeze through the Orioles being bad by just having Dude, a pandemic, yeah. and then when we come <laughs> out of this, they're good. You know, they'll still be bad. Don't worry. <laughs> nah, that's when their prospects would be in their prime. Yeah, Adley Rushman's going to be fucking jacking that little, little ball out of there. Don't say words like that. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Uh, no, I honestly going to a ball game at in Cam- at Camden Yards is the best baseball experience i've ever had because it's like a whole that whole part of town the town of baltimore is just like baseball you know it is nice yeah you go to a mets or a yankees game up here and it's like there's not really that i mean there's a little bit of it but like you go to the stadium and then you go home there's not like there's not much out. to do around there you don't gotta go to pickles pub across the street <laughs> also everybody's got to get on the subway which is just like another nightmare mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to come home late to brooklyn from the bronx from, from either of those yeah. Anyway, read the book. Also, the Yankee Stadium has like a Tommy Bahama in it. Fuck that shit. Yankee Stadium sucks. Yeah, it is like a, <laughs> it is like a mall that's like inside a cement warehouse, and it's inside that cement warehouse, stupid. there's a little tiny green patch where people play baseball. <laughs> it's just surrounded nothing. It's but just surrounded by cement. Just yeah, just concrete, just gray walls Far everywhere. As the eye can see. <laughs> it is awful. City Field's not too bad though. I like City Field. It's fun. Is this conversation boring. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows anymore? After hundreds of hours, you uh, you stop caring, I suppose. Is this our hundredth episode? You think it's somewhere around there? For sure. One of these days, I'll count. 
We missed it. We for months we were like we're gonna do the Bible at a hundred, and then we just doing little league heroes. Who fucking knows? Hey, I up. don't know. We could be like right around there. Last time I checked, we were like this could 91. be it. This might be it. Oh, sorry. I just put the book down. Give me a second. Let me find my spot. Um. All right. Jake Jones also sat on the bench watching glumly, and when he got up, he limped around painfully. Coach Anderson had a conference with the players before they took the field. The Cougar coach said quietly, We have our work cut out for us this afternoon. No doubt about it. We've lost two of our best players. Oh, what happened? And Oh, Tyrone and what's his name? I thought maybe they died. And we're facing an outstanding team. One of the best Little League teams in the world. Many people are counting us out already, but I know this team. You do not quit. That is why I do not want to fuck with this team. They'll slit your throat, kid. That is why we're here. You have come a long way, and you do not know how proud I am of you. Those boys put their pants on the same way <laughs> you did this morning, one leg at a time. Now go out there and play cougar ball, boys. <laughs> yes, sir. We must protect this house. Josh walked in the mound, picked up the ball, and looked at Carlos. Let's go, Carlos growled. The first Thunder batter stepped into the batter's box. He promptly lined a single to right field on the first pitch. The second batter doubled to left center, and the third bounced his head off the center field fence, scoring both runners. Oof, game over. Tough break. Coach Anderson GG. waved his hands and came out to the mound, his face drawn. You Joss stupid little bastard. <laughs> you goddamn piece of shit. You're adopted. No, I'm not, Dad. Josh seemed to be in a daze with the Thunder batters hitting him as if they owned him. He stood there with the ball in his hands, the Thunder <laughs> players whooping it up in the dugout. My God. <laughs> How is it, Josh? Things have gone awry, Coach asked. Well, I don't know, Josh muttered. I just can't seem to get anyone out. That's a bad start, that's all. Coach told him consolingly. Now hit the showers. <laughs> You'll never play in this town again. <laughs> We're sending you down. You'll settle down. Just take deep breaths. Relax. Josh looked at Michael, then at Matthew Davis, who had trotted in from third base. Matthew said tersely. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> Just keep firing the rock, Josh. We'll get him. You're fucking blowing it, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you fucking, my mom's here. We're going to lose. I look like an idiot. Michael looked at Josh. Hey, my dad never comes to these. He's always on business trips. And he came to this one. And you're going to blow it in front of my dad? He threw his pager in the snow last night. <laughs> He's here for us. He's a family He's man now. He's also Peter Pan. <laughs> he, had a, he, had, he had a pretty bad hand injury. thought that he was Peter Pan. And that Dustin Hoffman was Hook. Met a young man named Rufio. He's not doing too well, but he made it to my ball game. And now you're going to fuck it up. Not on my watch. Take him out, coach. Michael looked at Josh. Hey, we always have. Your arm all right? Coach asked him. Yeah, it feels good. Josh nodded. He had no excuses. The Thunder players had just hit his best pitches. It was just one of those things about this game of baseball. The team gets like that once in a while, Coach told him. That's what the pitcher says whenever he gives up a hit. Well, that's just one of those things about this game of baseball. Everyone's <laughs> like, fuck you. What can you do? <laughs> this mysterious, magical game. They'll hit everything you throw up, and then, without telling you a thing, they'll stop hitting. I sure hope so, Josh murmured. He was ready to pitch again, and the next Thunder batter lifted a fly ball to right field. 
Joseph Williams, taking Jake's place, danced around underneath it, looking very nervous, and lost the ball. Another run scored while the batter went to second. Michael walked the ball to Josh, and his face was gray now. This was the biggest game of their lives, and they looked as if they were falling apart. In this game, they need to be playing at their best. The Little League World Series championship jitters were taking possession of them. After all these long weeks of tournament play, each game harder than the previous one, they were nervous. Ethan let a ground ball go through his legs for another error in the fourth. You fucking fool. You're off the team. The pitcher bursts into flames. <laughs> These boys, did they forget the game they've been playing? Threw his legs for another error in the fourth thunder run, crossed the plate, still no outs. Michael saw Coach Anderson in the dugout, his gaunt face very serious. <laughs> Coach said, we'll settle down, Josh. Don't let it get to you. This is just a bad start. Coach is asleep at the wheel. We gotta pull this guy. Michael knew deep down in his heart, in a six-inning ball game, you could not let a team get a big lead if you wanted to be in it to win it. Right now, the Noriko Thunder had a good lead, but this was baseball. Any, anything could happen. Anything. What's the score? Do we know? Sounds like four to nothing. Yeah. Okay. All right. All we need is a grand slam. The Cougars were not particularly looking for a bunt now, and the next under bunter laid a beauty down the third baseline, catching Matthew Davis dozing. The redhead lunged in very late, kicking the ball away, and both runners were safe on first and second with no one out. The disappointed Springdale crowd start, stared in amazement. This was not the team which had clawed its way through the opposition, up through the district and sectional titles, and onto the regional, and through the Little League friggin' World Series tournament to get here. <laughs> They're frauds. We got through that in 75%. Yes, yes, we're at the Little League World Series, dude. That's 50. No, this is 75. No, that's 50, dude. This no, is 75, not. bro. This is 75. Uh, this should be welcome news to you. Oh, okay. We're almost done. Yeah, the last page is going to be them in the real world series. Now, the last page, I'm just going to predict now. The last page is them eating pizza, little pizza party. Biggest okay. pizza in the world. Guess we'll see. I think the last page is going to be him facing Randy Johnson. <laughs> Throwing 105 up and in. Brushing him off the plate. Little Mike's trembling trying to get that bunt down. <laughs> it ain't happening, Mikey. All right. It looks like... More baseball ahead? We're running Because we're running long, it looks like... Do you want to give us the deets on who wins this game? Is there a box score? Can we see the box score? How many sack flies? Damn, he doesn't take them out, dude. He leaves them in. Guy, we got a Grady Little on our hands. He said, okay, I've seen this before. Say, this 2003 is, ALCS. Listen, this is what, what Coach said. <laughs> I do not care if they score a thousand runs on you this inning. Stay in there. Bad coach. Bad Give coach, it everything dude. you've got. That's how you blow a young pitcher's confidence, dude. That's how you get the yips, dude. That's how you get the friggin' yips. Driving that pitch count up. Yeah, that's bad news. This coach has got to go. I think I think he's got money on this thing. You think he's throwing the game? I think he's, I think he's yeah. You're leaving that poor kid out there to take a beating in the championship game? Sounds like somebody got to him, if you know what I mean. The mob. You mean the Yakuza? Costra Nostra. Nostra. All right. Well, let's uh, let's stop <laughs> yeah, there. Crazy. Jesus. Yeah, they came with the team. Yeah, let's stop there. I've gone through a couple pages, and it looks like the score is nine to nothing. <laughs> Good lord. Things are getting out of hand. Is this book going to end with this team getting routed in the championship game? Well, I can see it doing that. To set up the sequel where they come back and win, like Rocky. They're going to come back and win in the second. We'll see. You know, we're going to find this out because we're about to jump ahead to the last page of Little League Heroes. 
Mamma Mia, here we are, big pizza time. It's the last page of Little League Heroes. The Thunder pitcher finally pitched to Michael. He swung and smashed the ball hard, way out to center field. Is this the same game? A quarter of this book is one game? Hell yeah. That's pretty cool. It's the championship game. It's the pitfall of reading books like this. There are no pitfalls. He swung and smashed the ball hard, way out to center field. The Thunder center fielder went back for it and caught it. But he was in no position to throw Josh, who had tagged up a third, out at Uh home. Uh Uh-oh, we got a sack fly. I was just saying, looking out for those sack flies. Josh Miller scored easily from third base with the winning run, and the game was over. What's the score? What? The Cougars had won, and the place went wild. Michael came back from first. The entire Cougar team was a heaping congregation around home plate. They were pounding Josh Miller's back. Carlos was climbing up on top of the heap. Even Jake was trying his little best (laughs) to get in on the celebration. Nasty. Jake's trying to just get it. He's the ball boy. He's the run to the litter. Damn, they won. Okay. Coach Anderson was behind them, grinning. In the seats behind the Cougar dugout, another demonstration was going on. Cougar fathers were yelling, shaking hands with each other. J.C. Miller was pumping... Luke Rodriguez is Oh, as long as it was just his hand. <laughs> Getting mighty familiar over there in the stands. Them, them cougar daddies. Cougar daddies pumping themselves. In the- <laughs> yeah, we're getting ready to pump. The cougar men are here. The mothers are crying. Our husbands are oh. pumping. With tears of joy, reporters with microphones. <laughs> there was reporters with microphones. Oh, yeah, it is the Little League World Series. Okay. And news cameras appeared from all directions. Everyone wanted in on this moment. Coach Anderson looked over at the over the heads of the Cougar players at Michael coming down to join the celebration. Michael launched into the maelstrom of yelling, joy-crazed players. They pounded his back, they tore off his nice. cap, and threw it in the like air. Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> I'm gonna make it after Michael saw Tyrone Johnson on the edge of the heap, waving, laughing, and grinning with his big smile, happy as any boy could be. Michael! Tyrone yelled, Michael! <laughs> Tyrone! Yeah, Michael waved back at him, crossed over. What's up, Tyrone? And gave him a big hug. He looked across at Coach Anderson over near the dugout, standing alone. Coach was watching him, smiling. Coach saw them all there together now, Matthew Davis. <laughs> I knew I should have left him in. I left my pitcher in, and we beat them 18 to 17. jelly. <laughs> my boy threw 250 pitches. The youngest Tommy John candidate <laughs> this- <laughs> In the world. His arm's loose, <laughs> hanging off his body. I'm damn proud of it. He laid it all on the line. Michael waved back, crossed over, and gave him a big hug. He looked across at Coach Anderson over near the dugout, standing alone. Coach was watching him, smiling. Coach saw them all together now. Matthew Davis and Ethan Moore, Jake Jones and Daniel Garcia, Josh Miller and Carlos Rodriguez. All of them. The boys. Love these guys. Everybody. The boys. <laughs> the boys every walk of life fused together here in this mass of crazed joy around home plate they were heroes to themselves to us all but most importantly they were heroes to each other Yeah, there's some upset folks. But the vibe's a lot different in Japan. One thought was running through Coach David Anderson's mind, and Michael saw it in his eyes. This was a good thing. It was a very good thing. And it was just the beginning. The end. And and then the next page is a um, how to break your glove incorrectly. Yeah. 
That's good tips. That's good stuff. Oh, man. This is exactly the kind of book I would have loved when I was a kid. Well, hey, that book was literally just a baseball game all the way it through. It was like uh, Ken Burns <laughs> baseball in book form. What more do you want? That's good. I don't want more. That's basically, I, I've been begging for a book with a plot simple enough for me to follow, and this delivered in spades. Oh, well, all right. Who are we casting? We got a lot of people on this crew. <laughs> How about Mike the Bunter? Ooh, Chris Pine. I'm going with my... The aforementioned Chickless. <laughs> Chickless is a bunter? I don't know. It, well, it, he looks big and strong, but he's got the delicate bunter's touch. Okay. Yeah, I, I could That's picture him say. trying to pick out an aluminum bat, spending like 40 minutes in, in a Models. Plus, you got uh, Michael Chickless bunting with an aluminum bat. You could probably get a couple doubles and triples. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are going far. Yeah, he's got the pop. Uh, okay, who else is in this book? Um, uh, The Bad Pitcher. A bun- oh, Code... Co- Oh, the bad pitcher. Yeah, what was his uh, name? I believe it was Josh. I think that's a young Bradley Coop. Yeah, okay, I feel you. I like that. How about uh, Gaunt Coach Anderson, the man who's always watching? Well, that's an older Bradley Coop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, CGI, like Lindsay Lohan in uh, uh, that movie with the twins. What's that called? Yeah. Parent Trap. Parent Trap. We're doing that with Coopers, B Coopers. The pitcher is um, Wet Hot American Summer Era Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. And the coach is... Um, American Sniper? No, the the uh, flick with Lady Gaga. Oh, uh, yeah. What's that one? What's that called? Star is born, bro. Star is born. Yeah, it's great stuff. <laughs> okay, I can't think of any other characters. There's just a bunch of random mm-hmm. boys. I'm just going to start naming actors off the top of my head. DJ Qualls. Terry Crews. John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah, okay. French Stewart. Mm. Let's get, oh, uh, round it out with uh, the guy from Jurassic Park and Seinfeld. Wayne Knight. Ooh. Newman. Can we get a young Ron Howard? Yeah, and an old Ron Howard. And a Bryce Dallas Howard. How about an L. Ron Hubbard? <laughs> well, don't mind if I do. <laughs> uh, okay. It's like 90 degrees in here. I feel like I could pass out. You might. So I, I think we should end the episode. Hey, what do you think? Hey, you ain't driving, bud. I ain't. Hope I could just make if I can make it to my bed, I'll be good. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Chris Linquist for the artwork and Morris Reese for the music. Uh, you can find us at bookclubpodcast.com, AMZN Book Club on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can give us a phone call. Ganesh, what's the number? 567 309 0357. Call Give in. that number a call. Leave a voicemail. We'll put you on the show. We'll talk about you. Uh, we'll find you. We'll hunt you down. What else we got? Uh, no need to subscribe to our Patreon. I mean, you can. Patreon.com slash Why are you saying book. that? Why would you say that? I mean, because we're not charging right now. I mean, we're not adding anything new to yeah. it. Yeah, now's the perfect time. We're not. Okay, you could get on the ground floor and catch up. But we're not adding anything new to it, probably until the fall. So, yeah, you could pay the $5 fee once, and then you're not charged again until we restart. But, yeah, we are not, uh, that's, that's another option. But I think uh, in the meantime, donate your money to Black Lives Matter and bail funds and all that stuff. I don't know if you, what else? Is that, it? Is that the end? Yep. A, all right. That's uh, hey, everybody. what are they, as they say in baseball, that's the, uh, it's pizza time. It's big pizza time. Oh, we didn't even see the big fucking pizza. They had the gall to end that book without the big pizza. They don't even mention it. Maybe it's in yeah. the second one. It's, we got to read opens more. with the all big right. pizza. <laughs> opening scene. Big so pizza. back to the future uh, one and two situation where they they have like we're a, gonna see an alternate timeline uh, where the pizza's being made or the, during the end of the game. Oh my god! And it would be like a Goodfellas like oneer, you know. <laughs> we got I got big plans for this. Yeah, this is definitely a Scorsese. All right, that's it. Goodbye, everybody. Bye 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 bye. bye. Enjoy your big pizza.